Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. So just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can download a podcast, including YouTube. Uh, I did create a brand new YouTube channel just for Red Rank Podcast. I was posting it on some of my podcasts on The Crow Show YouTube channel, but I, I find that's a little bit distracting, so thought it would be good to create one just for Red Rank Podcasts. So I have a homework assignment for you. Please go to YouTube, search for Red Rank Podcast, drop drop a subscribe and check out my content there. Uh, I've posted two interviews that I've had in the past uh, for Spook and Jukes, as well as my interview I had with uh, Slushy, Wojocko, and Sergeant Fidget. And the plan with the YouTube channel is that I'm going to just post my interviews there post this podcast like every podcast and uh <clears throat> that way i can just have like little clips of each interview or each podcast posts highlights youtube shorts tiktoks oh and there's also a tiktok for red rank podcast <laughs> so i'm giving you a lot of homework today it's not too much not a big ask just go to youtube and tiktok Search for Red Ring Podcast and drop me a follow. I'd really, really appreciate that. And wherever you can, please rate the show. Give a five-star rating. And any comment you can leave really helps with the algorithm. So I really just wanted to thank, uh, start the show by thanking everybody for positive feedback I've received in, in the last little bit. Um, I didn't post at all in April, and I apologize for that. I'll get to that in a minute. But I've received like really good feedback, even through like in-game lobbies. Like I'll be playing DBD and somebody will be like, hey, I love your podcast. And <laughs> it's always uh, it's always really nice to hear um, whether you're commenting on in-game lobbies when we run into each other. If you comment on my Twitter, uh, TikTok comments, or if I'm live streaming on Twitch or TikTok, uh, I really, really appreciate the feedback. So thank you for always encouraging me. Uh, I really want to continue to deliver a quality podcast and bring in new guests and have uh, just a really good thing going here. I'm really proud of this podcast. You know, if you search Dead by Daylight on Spotify, <laughs> you'll see a lot of my content. Um, I need to crack the uh, Google algorithm, but for now, I'm just going to keep focusing on what I'm doing here. And uh, hopefully bringing more cool people in. So I mentioned I didn't post at all in April. And I, I'm really sorry about that. I've been really busy in my personal life shopping for a home. Uh, very proud to announce that uh, we purchased a condo and we move in about three weeks. So it's very stressful going through the process of, you know, this is adulting things. If, you, if you're not into adulting, go ahead and fast forward about uh, two minutes. But, uh, man, booking times to go see places. Uh, we put in an offer on one place that we didn't get. We were outbid. And, of course, we really like this place. We love the place that we ended up purchasing. And putting in the offer there was really uh, nerve-wracking because you don't know what to put in. You're like... 
here's where they're valued at. <laughs> here's how much they bought it for. And you've got to tr- come up with a number that you can afford. And yeah, it's it's a whole mess. It's a it, it's a learning process, but we're getting through it. <laughs> and uh, luckily, we didn't stretch beyond our means. And I think we're in a really good spot. So for like the last couple of months, we've been looking at condos, uh, meeting with bankers. Um, also, now that we've secured a place, we've been decluttering. You can see in the background here, I usually have movies back there. There's no movies to be found. <laughs> They're in boxes. So we've boxed a lot of things, decluttered a bunch of things, uh, donated a lot of things. Um, it, it's been a lot. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to the future, though. Uh, I've, I've mentioned in the past I've been taking care of taking care of some health issues, those are getting better. I'm feeling a lot better. My brother even mentioned, he's like, you know, you kind of have more color in your face now. (laughs) And he said for a while, you looked kind of blank and just like a shell of your former self. So yeah, I'm on some medication that's helping me with some fatigue I've been experiencing, I would say in the last year. And, uh, Getting, getting things taken care of. So I'm really excited for the future of content creation, <laughs> uh, this podcast, my Twitch and TikTok, you know, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the future. So now that you're caught up on what I've been up to these days, uh, let's talk about some things going on in the DBD world. Uh, let's move on to our first topic. So the community just needs to be better to each other. And during this section, I'm going to be very vague. I'm not going to be calling people out by name. Um, I don't want to give them more of a platform than they deserve. And if you dig deep enough, you can probably figure out who I'm talking about. I just, you know, if I wanted to turn this into a drama channel, uh, I would have no shortage of content. I would have content every week and would probably find success covering drama in the DBD community. I just don't want to go down that road. (laughs) But the thing is, I just really wanted to comment on a couple of things I've seen in the community in the last week or two. And it's just made me feel really sad and upset. You know, there's uh, a number of transphobic comments directed towards a particular content creator. Um, and I'm just going to say that the, the, the person's been called a T-slur. That's the most appropriate way from what I've seen uh, in reading comments on Twitter. Um, we don't need to repeat any of the nasty words and bring further harm to anybody listening uh, to this podcast. Um It just makes me sad when people with a bigger platform make it normal to use ancient terms and ancient techniques to insult somebody because of who they are as a person. How does that affect them? You know, how does somebody's lifestyle affect them? It it doesn't. They really just want to bring their stupid, stupid, hateful views into something, into a place where they don't belong. 
you know? Uh, end of the day, we're all people. We all have feelings that are valid. And if you're somebody uh, who's out there trying to invalidate others, other people's feelings and identity, I don't want any part of you in my community. Certainly don't want you to be on my podcast, that's for sure. Uh, but it's just been really sad watching um, people using these terms that in what we're in 2023, it's 2023. Why are we still having these conversations? Why can't we be more loving and more respectful? I know it's a nice thing to wish for, um, but it still just breaks my heart, especially in the dead by daylight community. We all know that the dead by daylight community is very diverse. Um, there's a very strong LGBTQIA2S plus presence in DVD. I'm a part of that community. I'm bisexual. And even if I were hetero, I'd probably be saying the same things, you know? Uh, ally. <laughs> and on that topic, side note, the A in LGBTQIA2S plus does not stand for ally. <laughs> Let's clarify that right now because that did come up as well in the DVD community recently. But yeah, and there, there was another situation where a friend was going through a little bit of a hurtful situation. And I just sent this friend some comforting words because they posted it on, on a tweet saying, X situation happened. Here's how I feel. It really sucks. And the person's feelings were very valid. They were very valid. And I could see why they were hurting. And so... Me being me, you know, if I see a friend hurting, I want to do what I can to help make that hurt go away or at least feel better about themselves, you know? I think that's just a human kind of thing to do. So I just sent the person a message to the effect of, you know, hey, I'm really sorry that happened to you and hope your day gets better. Just a friendly comment to a friend. And like a day or two, Somebody from, uh, let's just say, a bigots community chimed in and uh, called me a nobody and that I should shut up. Something like that. I, I just immediately blocked the person. I just can't imagine interjecting myself into somebody else's conversation like that. Just saying, you shut up. You're a nobody. <laughs> what? How, what? What does that have to do with you? Again, like, and this is a direct result of when bigots in this community have a bigger platform than POC, uh, LGBTQIA2S plus people. They have a big platform and they have an opportunity to make us feel more welcome that's a lot of power to wield instead they would rather use their platform to just spread hatred and uh they want to call it cancel culture it's not cancel culture it's accountability there's a really big difference if 
this person showed any form of growth, if they showed any form of maturity, humanity, we'd be having a far different conversation. But they're not. Their actions, their words, uh, lead to people like this commenting for me to shut up. And um, it's just, it's just really weird. It makes me sad. It really does. Not the person's words, but like just the fact that it, that stuff still exists out there. You know, I don't want to give that person power over me or anything like that. That's not what this is about. It's just like, I'm looking at my calendar again. I'm going, it's 2023. Like, how are we still having these conversations? How much longer does this have to go for? But it's just like, not a week goes by without varying degrees of drama, name calling, and even viewer shaming recently. I really, and again, full disclosure, I've said and done some things in the past that I regret. Um, I've apologized to the people I've hurt in the past. And uh, if you look at my tweets, uh, my content, my TikTok, any of my content, really, I think you'll see that I've grown and I'm no longer, you know, going into somebody's TikTok and being like, huh, you only have 50 followers and your views, uh, you only get double digit views and you go nowhere. Like I used to do that kind of thing. And it was just stupid. It's not a good look. It doesn't make, why would anybody support a creator who's like attacking somebody who hasn't, who doesn't have the same size platform. And let's be honest, I'm a pretty small fry in the grand scheme of things. I'm just, uh, I'm still a nobody in the DVD community. And uh, for me to have any kind of ego at that time, this was like two and a half years ago. That was dumb. I learned from that. I learned that it was taxing my mental health i learned that it was hurting people people were feeling bad about it and so i apologized to those people and i said hey you know what i'm just going to move on from this kind of content and just not go down that path and just uh focus on the educational stuff and now with this podcast i can focus on just chatting with people and doing interviews and just talking about the community so, yeah, I really, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about is I, I really just want, to, I always want to give people a second chance. You know, if somebody apologizes and they said, hey, you know, I messed up, that's big of them to do that. We should take them at their word until they've established there's like some kind of pattern. Let's just hope we caught them at a down moment and let's give people a chance to breathe and take take ownership and accountability but if they don't if they keep going down the path keep sticking to their bigoted ways then we have to continue to do what we do hold people accountable call out that behavior and hope that it comes to an end what else can we do i'm not sure uh, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. The DVD community has to get better, have to treat each other better, 
this community will eventually be the downfall of the game, not the devs. So, life after Dead Hard. How are you feeling about it? <laughs> I feel pretty good about it. I play a lot of killer these days, mostly killer, because it's easier. And it's so much fun that I don't have to worry about Dead Hard in the first, like, two, three chases, maybe even the entire trial. People aren't using Dead Hard. People are switching to Lithe and Sprint Burst and Balance Landing. And now those perks always had a place in DBD. But, uh... Life's good without Dead Heart, I'll just say that much. <laughs> it's been fun watching content creators come up with new builds as well. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of DBD. Um, the build I've been using, this I got this from my friend Audrey. Uh, Resilience, Windows of Opportunity, Adrenaline, and Hope. So, most killers are running Sloppy Butcher these days. So, if you're going to be injured through most of the trial... Because you can't get healed because, uh, you know, killers come back to hooks. They come back to, yeah, proxy tunnel, all that fun stuff. Resilience, you at least get quicker vaulting speed uh, as well as um, you can fix generators faster. I think it's 9% faster when you're injured because of resilience. I've been loving Windows of Opportunity because it helps me with my pathing. Now... The conditions of the map changes with every single chase. What I mean by that is people are dropping pallets. Killers are either breaking the pallets or running around them. So no matter how well you know a map, you don't always know where every pallet's going to be. Windows of Opportunity helps you with that. <laughs> it allows you to see tiles that are linked together so you can greet a pallet which means to you're, you're running around in a circle using a pallet as a threat to stun the killer and maybe the killer respects it and backs off when you reach the pallet and if you have a tile that's linked to it meaning you have like a window to a jungle gym uh, or a tl wall anything that'll help extend your chase um, and waste the killer's time even more. So yeah, having a pallet that goes into window, that's huge. And windows of opportunity helps to spot those kinds of uh, tiles that chain together. So windows of opportunity, I think is one of the best survivor perks in DVD right now. Adrenaline is also super strong. It combos well with resilience. You can stay injured fixing gens and by the time that last gen gets fixed boom your health gets back you get a nice sprint burst and you run really fast and if you have hope like i do in this build uh you just continue to run extremely fast after adrenaline wears off to be honest i wasn't much of a dead hard gamer anyway uh so i don't miss dead hard in the slightest um i'm actually really excited it's more or less gone from dead by daylight it took the devs about a couple years because <laughs> they tried nerfing it multiple times. But yeah, that being said, the last state that Dead by Day, uh, Dead by Daylight, the last state that Dead Hard was in, where you would just have the half a second window uh, for Dead Hard, you'd hit it or you wouldn't. I, I found the success rate for survivors was about twenty percent. 
So one out of every five dead hearts was a successful dead hard. That's just like not based on anything at all. Just my experience as killer and survivor. And uh, I think most survivors will tell you the same. But if you ask a killer, they'd probably tell you dead hard worked 100% of the time, which is just not true. So on the topic of guests and interviews here on Red Rank Podcast, I'm always on the lookout, always sending out invites. It can be a challenge to uh, get people in line with my schedule, getting me in line with their schedule. We have jobs, we have content creation, we have wives, husbands, partners, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Um pets, uh, other responsibilities, children, uh, time zone differences, my personal energy. I've, I've personally have had to like reschedule with people just because I'm like battling fatigue. And it's not that like what I, what I was going through with my fatigue, um, was something that my body was just, there was, Yeah, I don't want to get into too many details. That's too personal. But outside of my control, but things are getting better. So because things are getting better, I'm looking forward to getting more people on my podcast. And of course, I'll be posting it here on my Spotify feed. Well, my my podcast gets fed to pretty much anywhere you can download a podcast. But it will also be going up on YouTube as well and on Twitter. So on that note... uh. I just want to thank you again. Thanks for sticking with me. If you're listening, if you're still this far, Jess, thank you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm jealous I didn't get to meet you. But uh, Sarah had nothing but great things to say about you. And uh, I'm really excited. Next time, I'll be there. Uh, But yeah, anybody else listening, thank you so, so much for being here. I really, really appreciate it. I'm excited for the future of Red Rank Podcast. Um, you can help me by listening to every episode and you can rank the show on your Spotify app. Give us, give me a five-star rating, uh, subscribe on YouTube, get the watch time in there, uh, comment and like, and share. Uh, I'd really, really appreciate it. And please, please, please follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to grow through Twitter and it's going really well so far. Um, but yeah. I think that's where we'll, I think that's where we'll end it today. Uh, just a big thank you again. And, uh, I'm looking forward to the future. I hope you are too. If you have any requests, let me know. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop them on Twitter. I love doing like mailbag type sections. We haven't had a mailbag section in a hot minute. So, uh, get me your questions and I'll do my best to answer them as they come in. So until next time, I hope you have a wonderful day.